Hey, yippee ki Mother Goose. Wow. <laughs> that was an aggressive start. It really was. You better have a great episode to follow that business. <laughs> yeah, that's up to you guys. I start it, you guys just fluff it. Really? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. should tell people, maybe bad words there, but we should tell people <laughs> that um, you're, you do sit behind the microphone. Yeah. You just... I have the capacity to speak. You're very selective, and I think what your, your role is, if these guys go off the reservation or they say something authoritative that is false, I will interrupt them. Yeah, or if I, I laugh sometimes what Hunter says because yeah. it's just so shocking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rarely, but it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, last episode, banner episode. I'm proud of ourselves. Banner. It was good. Yeah, it's what, that's kind of what we do. I do a lot of uh, active listening. We're getting better at this, you know. I consume a lot of podcasts, and most most times I'm like, those things are garbage, mostly because I'm not on them. But that's a different story. <laughs> so uh, this we one, need to get Joe Rogan on the horn. I got the perfect guest for you, Joe. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're getting better at this, and I think our listeners appreciate it. So the topic we're discussing today, because of the DMT. Yes. Oh. Okay. Um, what we're discussing today is not specifically related. We should say this at the outset. To the pandemic. Old news, pandemic, old news. It happened. Yeah. yeah, it's still happening maybe. I don't know. Wear your mask. What we're talking about uh, today is because of the time of year that we're headed into, and specifically in the American South, wow. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a really difficult season for so many people because temperature changes. You have like 85 degrees one day, 35 the next. Humidity off the charts. It's just, it's crazy. It's a tough season for Southern Miss. For our population density, it is incredible how much illness travels around mm -hmm. inside of the American South. A lot of it has to do with our climate. Uh, but it's the time of year we've got to start thinking about uh, our immunity. Mm -hmm. We've got to start thinking about our health because nothing, and everybody listening knows this, nothing is more frustrating than being in the middle of a really great season in your fitness career and you get some sort of stupid infection yeah. and you're fighting it for like three and a half weeks and it's just a miserable experience. It's a, it's a tough setback when you work hard and, and then you get sick and then you feel like you've taken all this, made all this progress and then lose it all in a week or two getting sick and then when you come back, you're not where you were and it's just tough, tough cycle. Absolutely. So what we're proposing today, we're going to talk about just a few things that are, are definitive steps that you can take to guard and build your immunity. Uh, but fast forward to the end, what we're saying is, and we've seen this happen over and over again with athletes, you can get the same illness that you had last year. It can be less intense. You can continue to work out. You can make progress. You can definitely maintain through these minor infections that people usually get. Uh, that try to hang around, it is possible for it to not dramatically interrupt your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, The steps that you have to take, though, they're a little bit more difficult than we want to give them credit for. Yeah, well, and you talked about the South as being the weather is a big contributor. Yeah, but it's also just the general unhealthiness of the South. I mean, Mississippi, we're last in pretty much every health category there is. And so when you're that far down, you're going to be more susceptible to illness. Um, and so the first steps are diet and exercise and everybody talks about it, but nobody, nobody's, I mean, not a lot of people aren't doing it. And that is cutting out processed foods, cutting out foods that cause inflammation. And we'll talk about inflammation and why it's so important in a second. Um, and then exercising, you know, um, cutting, trying to lose body fat, put on body muscle. I mean, those are the two main components of your immune system and being healthy, um, and being able to set yourself up for um, 
to get through the flu season without getting the flu. Or if you do get sick, it's a lot less intense. I think that's the biggest thing is if you do get sick, like if you, people who did get COVID who are super healthy, they had, they were very, um, the symptoms were minor or they, you know, they, it wasn't as bad as somebody who maybe is, is extremely unhealthy. And so that's what you kind of want to do. The, the healthier you get, the more buffer you are from sickness. And that's something that CrossFit's been talking about from the beginning is the health can, uh, sickness continuum. And the farther, the fitter you get, their contention has always been the fitter you get, um, the farther away from sickness you get. And you're creating this buffer where if you do get sick, it's only going to drop you back a little bit. But where if you're already just kind of sick in general, um, and I would propose that people who are obese uh, with high blood, blood pressure you know, high cholesterol, um, are sick already. They're walking around sick on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, diabetes and all that. Yeah. And so it doesn't take much to push them into very, you know, into a very bad spot. And so the first two are diet and exercise. You got, and it needs to be a consistent habit. We always talk about habits. You got to have the consistent habit of exercising. And we do constantly very functional movement at relatively high, relatively high intensity, four to five, six days a week. If you do that every single week for a long period of time, you will get tremendously, tremendously fitter. And then for diet, eat, you know, the, the CrossFit prescription has always been eat lean meats, nuts, seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Um, eat enough to support your activity level, but not too much to support body fat. You know, that's kind of the, been the CrossFit prescription for diet for forever. Now we, you know, we try to take that a little bit further with our diet coaching with our members. And we, you know, talk about calories in versus calories out and, getting your, your macronutrient breakdown and your micronutrient breakdown and all that type of stuff. But the two pillars are diet and exercise, diet and exercise. And those are the things that you have to get in place before you start looking at the supplementation and all that other stuff. Yeah, man, we just, we keep beating this drum, but we have to. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact is you have to talk about this stuff over and over again because the way we talk about it in my industry is that vision leaks. Mm -hmm. I can hear it, but over time it kind of leaks out and I've got to be reminded. Um, the convincing of a culture is a huge thing for us because it's not what we were immersed in. You know, I mean, let's. so if we can, can we talk about the pandemic for maybe four minutes? Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, the shirt that people wear into local boxes, I don't know what we're training for, but I hope it never happens. Yeah, it happened. It happened. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it happened. And, and immediately I saw, uh, and I love this new word, but that, that, that everyone's using, immediately I saw the narrative of, oh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how healthy or not healthy you are. I mean, mm -hmm. this is no respecter of, of anything. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's going to come in there and just ravage you. And then we see like, oh, wait a minute. If someone is at a deficit with these particular things, if they are obese, if they already have lung issues, like there, there are things that are going to make this potentially much worse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but nobody wanted to talk about that. And I think a, a lot, a lot of reason they didn't want to talk about it is because we have been conditioned that a Z-Pack fixes everything. Right. But I've been down that road. It's a little bit of soapbox for me. I shared this in a, in a testimonial video, but I, I took so many Z-Packs, they didn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And they had to turn up the heat. I got all the way up to the top of an antibiotic called Leviquin that if you take that too much, then it will literally decimate your body's ability to handle other antibiotics that you may need in crisis. Even the doctors with the pads were like, we have to slow down. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like if you're telling me there are no drugs, if the guy brought you chicken fingers for lunch and he's selling you a drug and you won't even give me that one, 
we're in trouble, you mm-hmm. know, because I know you guys have an agreement. And uh, it, it was just a kind of a frightening thing for me. And we've seen it go worldwide. If you are in a better physical condition, you're going to be able to handle trauma and stress mm-hmm. in a better way. Yeah, and you're you're so on point with you get sick, here's medicine for it, as mm-hmm. opposed to we need to be talking about preventative health. And I, I love the analogy that doctors are um, lifeguards and, and coaches are swim coaches, you know. Yeah, doctors should only be in place when you're drowning. You should only be seeing a doctor when you're drowning, not when you're getting a cold. And that's where the the swim coaches come in. We're teaching you how to swim. We're teaching you how to stay healthy and not let these small things turn into big things. And so that's what we want to try to do. Um, yeah, and I, I should say this too because I have a lot of doctor doctor friends. Uh, I'm alive today because of doctors. Oh yeah. There's no amount of uh, training that I could have done to work my way out of lymphoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I needed somebody to come in and say, we can handle this. You know, it's going to hurt, but we can handle this. So yeah, you're right. It's like in those crisis moments, we need those people, men and women who are specifically trained to attack that stuff mm-hmm. and get rid of it when our body rebels. But yeah. even the doctors that are in that situation are kind of shaking their heads like, you're seeing me 12 years too late. Yeah. If you would have just done these other things, you wouldn't have to be on this. You yeah, know? we we need uh, a you know a drastic change in um, in what's what's done in America because you know, obesity and sickness keep getting worse and worse every single year. No matter you know all the steps that we try, no matter how many do, different medications we come out with, it doesn't matter. People, you know, I think last year was the first year in a long time that the average life expectancy went down. You know, instead of going up, which is going in the wrong direction. So, um, obesity, diabetes, all that stuff is sh- shooting up every single year. And so, we need to be able to, you know, treat it before it becomes such a huge issue. You know, f- instead of waiting 15 years down the road, and then you have to have that that lifeguard to save you. Um, go start seeing a swim coach and start getting healthy from, you know, take take control of your own health. Um, and so. That's diet and that's exercise and, and doing it consistently over a long period of time and developing that health um, conscious lifestyle um, and that fitness lifestyle that's going to keep you healthy. But so let's talk about the antibiotics for, for a second. Um, and I've talked about my kind of gut health uh, past, um, but when I was, you know, from high school, probably all the way to about five, six years ago, I would get sick every fall and every spring for like a week or two, like clockwork every single time. And it was incredibly frustrating for me in college, especially because summer was when, you know, we weren't, I wasn't playing baseball except for when I was playing summer ball. And I would spend a lot of time in the weight room trying to put on size and get bigger because I was, that was, I was, I was skinnier and I needed to get stronger for baseball. And I would put in all this work in like three months, consistent, not missing a day at the gym, four days a week, every, every single week for, for three months. And then August would come around right before we go back to school and I would get sick mm. and I would be sick for like a week, like really sick. And then, you know, by the time I'm back in the gym or whatever, I've lost like 10 pounds and I've lost almost all of my progress. And it was incredibly frustrating for me. The same thing would happen in the spring. I would get sick right before the season, every single year, every single year. It was like clockwork, a, a month, uh, a week in the fall, a week in the spring. And so, and that, that continued on through CrossFit and I would get sick right before the open every single year. And that was really frustrating for me as a competitor because, you know, I train all year for this competition and then I'm getting sick right before it and it's hurting my performance. Um, and so all that to say, when I finally started taking 
a good hard look at my gut health and I got blood work done and I was looking at my testosterone levels, my cortisol levels and everything. And I was getting sick a lot more. I think the year before I did that, I got sick five to 10 times. I can't remember. It was, it was an insane amount for somebody who works out all the time and eats very healthy. Um, and, I, and so I started looking at the gut, my gut health and started doing a lot of research on that. And we won't go into too, too much in depth, but the, the gut controls your immune system, number one, and it's the second brain of the body. So your gut controls pretty much everything in your body and it controls your immune system. Mm. And so what we eat is basically feeding or hurting our gut flora, bacteria, the bacteria in our gut. So when we're eating processed foods, it's just literally coming in and causing catastrophic damage to the good bacteria in our gut that is in charge of controlling our immune system and keeping us healthy. And so as we, our, our number of good bacteria in our gut starts going down through all this processed food, all this sugar, the antibiotics wipes it out, you know, all that type of stuff, our immune system gets worse and worse and worse. So say we'll take somebody who eats a lot of processed food, a lot of fast food, a lot of sugar, drinks a lot of alcohol, they get sick twice a year, get a pack every time. Um, they're on this cycle of depopulating their good bacteria in their gut over and over and over again. Well, eventually, and they've done studies on this, you know, the average good bacteria in, in um, our, your gut is way less than it used to be in the past and way less than other countries in, in the world where- Right where, now, currently. Yeah, 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 current, like current, like countries in South America have like on average, like twice as much gut, gut bacteria, good gut bacteria as people in Americans do. And so in America do. So we're getting sick more and more because we're, like I said, the gut controls the immune system. We don't have, our gut is extremely inflamed. Um, we don't have as many good bacteria, all that type of stuff to help ward off infections. And um, we get sick more and more. And it's this vicious cycle where it gets worse and worse and worse. And next thing you know, something like COVID-19 comes along and your immune system already is, is extremely compromised from the years and years of bad, um, you know, not taking care of yourself and destroying your gut and your body can't handle it. Yeah. Well, you take somebody else who doesn't take, I don't, I hadn't taken antibiotics probably, I haven't taken antibiotics since I found out about this, um, which has been at least three years. I've been actually taking probiotics for an extended period of time to try to repopulate my gut, um, to eat, eating a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables, fiber rich foods that are gonna populate, eating a wide variety of stuff, um, limiting ibuprofen, which also um, can, has negative impact, lim limiting the, the sugar the intake that I take. All of a sudden, your immune system starts getting stronger, you start getting sick less. And then when you do get sick, it's not near as bad. And that's one thing that I've noticed over the past few years since I've done this, I think I might've been sick maybe once and it wasn't even that bad, maybe twice. But as compared to when I used to get sick, it would take me a week to recover. Now it's like, I just feel kind of bad for a day or two, but it's not enough to make me stay home. Um, I'm sure I was exposed to COVID-19, you know, back in the spring when I'm, a lot of people I know had it. Um, but I don't, I, I don't think I got it. I'm pretty sure my wife had it because um, she lost her smell and taste back in March. Um, but I didn't get it, or at least I didn't have any symptoms. And so, you know, this years and years of working on my uh, immune system, my gut health has improved my immune system. And so when something does come along, um, you're able to fight it off a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Very, it was a very succinct way to say those things that are so important. The fact is that that stuff doesn't sell on Amazon. Mm -mm. Diet and exercise is not the silver bullet. So, so we want to address that. Like you, you're rolling through your local grocery and you see that they put the probiotics on the end cap and you grab a box of them. You know, it's like, 
even those aren't the kind of quality that they yeah. should be. The, 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 the gummy probiotics or yeah. whatever that have sugar <laughs> in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have to, you know, in a, in a large way, we have this conversation a lot of different times in different ways, but you have to get back to the basics, you know. And a lot of things that we have to acknowledge when we're on a fitness journey is the modern culture has really hijacked people's personal health. And you could argue all sorts of different reasons for that. Monetary gain is a big part of that. Convenience is a big part of that. People's habits, you know, a lot of this stuff has occurred because people realized, okay, people aren't going to change their habits. We have to do something, you know. But we're on the journey of trying to convince people it's much easier to change your habits than it is to have a pillbox for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. you know. Well, it, the money thing is spot on. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go into detail with all that type of stuff. There's a lot of other people that are a lot more qualified that can talk about it better than I can. But <clears throat> look at look at the money. That's all you got to look at. How much money is coming in? Um, there is financial incentive to for people to to stay on medication, and so um, it what is preached is not creating healthy habits it's here's this pill that's gonna you got this you got you take this pill i mean there's people that take 20 30 40 pills a day i oh, mean yeah. how that that's not good for you miserable life yeah miserable yeah. life to be able to take taking all those pills all the time um but the magic pill is healthy habits it's habits we talk about it all the time you have to develop the habits because once it's a habit it's harder for you not to do it than it is to do it and you have either good habits or bad habits if you can develop the habit of going to the gym four or five days a week. If you can develop the habit of not eating to excess every single day, if you can develop the habits of eating foods in the right macronutrient breakdown, if you can develop the habits of getting all your micronutrients, that all your vitamins and minerals on a day to daily basis, whether you're getting that from fruits and vegetables or at least adding in a good multivitamin um, so you get that type of stuff, you know, adding supplementation as needed, you know, getting out, getting sunlight, drinking enough water. All these are habits that if you can do them, if you can develop them, you know, and it takes about a month to develop a habit. If you can do something consistently for a month to where you don't have to think about it anymore, get enough sleep every night, getting at least eight hours of sleep every night, all this type of stuff starts adding in and you start getting this buffer from sickness and you stick, get closer to health. Um, and, that, and that's what our goal is, as we want... Um, to help as many people as we can get healthier and healthier and healthier. And then you're creating this buffer. So when you do get sick, it's not as bad and you're a lot less likely to get sick. But, you know, there's no magic pill or magic bullet that's all of a sudden going to take you from sick to health. It's doing the right things consistently over a long period of time. And what a crazy place to, to actually do this experiment in the deep south. Yeah. If it can work here, it can work anywhere. Well, and and... I'll be honest, you know, when I started this gym, I would, I, you know, Coyote Fitness, I was frustrated at a lot of times at how hard it was for us to grow when I knew of other people in other markets where it was, all they had to do was put a sign up and they had 200 members. Right. You know, like you open up a gym in <clears throat> New Orleans, which still has a lot of unhealthy people. There's a lot of health conscious people in New Orleans. You go to mm -hmm. Austin, Texas and you go to a park on a Saturday and there's thousands of people working out, yeah. exercising the park. Nashville. Or, yeah, yeah, Nashville, California. It's easy to have a successful gym in those places because there's so many people that want to do it. But in Mississippi, you know, people fight us tooth and nail about the price of our, our gym. And I'm like, you will go and spend the, a month's membership at a steakhouse on a Saturday night and not blink an eye at it yeah. or at the tailgate for the football game. Or at the or, liquor store. Yeah, at the yeah. liquor store, whatever. It's all about what, what your priorities are. And so that, but 
Now I've come to the point where, no, this is exactly where I want to be because this is where I'm from and this is where we can have the most impact and help the most people. And we have a heart for this state and we want to help. You know, we want to, we, we don't want us to be last for the rest of our lives. We don't want Mississippi to be 50th in obesity and diabetes and, and, you know, life expectancy and childhood obesity and all this stuff forever. You know, we want to start making a difference and having an impact. And that's why we want to be, you know, have multiple locations throughout the state. And we're slowly growing um, the number of members we have who then have influence on other, you know, the people that they know. And then that's why we do so much with social media. That's why we do the podcast. We want to help as many people as we can to be able to change that because we have a heart for this state and we want to, you know, help improve it and make it for the better because we know what we do works without a shadow of a doubt because you go, well, I had this conversation with a lot of our members about COVID-19 and, and they were worried about it. And I said, look, you are healthier than 99.99% of this population in this country. Mm-hmm. You're, you, if you do get it, you're going to be a lot less likely for it to have serious complications to pair, compared to the average American because you are healthier because of all the time. Like you said, I don't know what I'm training for, but I hope it never <laughs> happens. What happened this year? <laughs> yeah. And we were ready for it. All of the people that have been coming consistently, they all had it. They, they all were ready for it. The people that I know that had had it, um, most of them were, it was not not very serious. And so they were able, their bodies were able to fight off because of all the work they had put into um, their health and fitness. And so that's what we want to do, you know, coming up on flu season, on cold season in the fall and allergies are, you know, <clears throat> I saw a study that said Jackson, Mississippi is the worst place in the country for allergies. Um, so, it was the capital this year yeah. of the world. And so, you know, allergies are always bad. Um, that type of stuff, uh, you know, people getting sinus infections from because of allergies, all that type of stuff, nosebleeds, all that stuff gets better as you become healthier, as your gut gets better, as your body fat percent goes lower, um, as your resting heart rate gets lower and your heart gets stronger, all that type of stuff. Yeah. It's, um, I just am so on board with this. People talk to me a lot about why, why I do CrossFit, why I'm exercising and all that. And th- this is the reason uh, because I've lived the other side. I've lived that unhealthy life mm-hmm. and I've been fat, fat. I've also been skinny fat. Uh, I've been healthy only because I'm slamming back drugs at really high quantities prescribed by doctors to try to mitigate symptoms, but we were never getting to the cause. But the truth is I, was, I wasn't I was asking them to solve the cause. I just was asking them to make the symptoms mm-hmm. go away. So that's what they were doing for me. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think we can we can very confidently say the first step towards building a healthy immune system would be those things that we talked about episodes ago that we released out. These are the things you need to make sure that you've got and play on that PDF. I think that's a great place to start. Let's just dip our toe a little bit in the water of if people are trying to venture into supplementation, because mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to scratch that itch. Like, yeah, I, I need Okay. What, what should I get? Echinacea. Do I need to drink beet juice? So yeah. I, do I get the probiotic? Where, what do I do on that side? Uh, the first one would definitely be protein. Um, most people that I see don't eat enough protein. Um, I love the protein that we sell at the gym now. It's called Ascent. It's great, high quality protein. Um, and it, you know, that's going to be the first thing because most people, like I said, don't get enough protein. Um, making sure you're drinking enough water. People don't think of that, but that is extremely, extremely important because that's going to help you process stuff. Um, the next thing, you know, a good multivitamin uh, is going to be is going to be helpful, especially with the modern diet. It's hard to get the wide variety of vitamins and minerals that that um, our ancestors were able to get. Um, so a good multivitamin. I love the Thorn multivitamin. Um, that's what I take. We sell that at the gym. 
Um, it's a three in the morning, three at night mix. And it's, it's got the also like I used to take ZMA, but I already have the, the ZMA quantities in the multivitamin. So I don't have to take ZMA, which ZMA helps with recovery and also helps you sleep. It's something you take at night. I was about to say the three at the start of the day don't have ZMA, do they? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm no, done. It's, no, it's 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 a you know it's a different blend in the morning compared to at night, depending on it. Okay. Um, well, but, we should pause here. Um, the the stuff that is being sold through Coyote Fitness has has gone the test. Oh, right? uh, we're not going to sell anything that I don't take or have taken in the past or highly believe in. We're not going to sell anything just to try to make a, some money. Mm. We're going to sell stuff that is very clean and very healthy for you and that I strongly, strongly believe in. And um, that's, yeah, Thorn products are extremely high quality. I love their stuff. Uh, you know, they got good protein, uh, vegan protein that we also sell, but um, their their multivitamin is great. It's the best one that I've ever taken. I used to go to the to the grocery store and just buy some random multivitamin, but the quality on that stuff is not very good. You're not getting good um, good amounts of everything. Yeah. You're not absorbing a whole lot of it. The the thorn is broken down, like I said, to where you're absorbing a lot more, but it has, you know, basically the whole mix of everything that you're going to need for the day. So you don't have to be take like I used to take like 30 pills. I was like, let me get my vitamin C pill. Let me get my vitamin D pill. Let me get my ZMA pills at night. Let me get my fish oil and all that type of stuff. Most of the vitamin mineral stuff that you need is already in there and you're taking it twice a day. So you don't have to worry about, am I absorbing all this um, if you're taking it all at once in the morning, like I used to. So you're getting some of it in the morning, some of it at night, and it's both designed to be taken at, at when you, um, you, you know, when you need to be taking it. I'm not trying to do this to sell the, the thorn. Of course. Multivitamin, yeah. like, you know, just if you find a multivitamin that works for you, but that's, those are really good. You got to find, but like I said, the Flintstone multivitamin is not doing a whole lot for you, you know, <laughs> man, but it tastes so good. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so far what we've, what you've talked about, let's make sure that people are hearing this. You're talking about taking in the correct amount of protein, mm -hmm. getting enough water and having a solid multivitamin. Yeah. None of those things are like the latest, greatest, most obscure product or solution that it's like the hot thing. Right. You know, those are very accessible. You can find them in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot of research on which ones are the best. It isn't this weird sort of juice that we're now figuring right. out yeah, yeah. is going to solve everything. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that we just figured out. Like the, the human human population has been missing out on this for thousands of years. Right, I can't exactly, believe it. exactly. No, and, and the thing is, like, ideally you'd be getting all your vitamins and minerals from your diet, but that's just not... That's just not um, realistic for most people. And so this is a good, it's called a supplement because it helps supplement your diet. And, you know, if, if you can take something that's going to help you get, make sure you get all your vitamins and minerals without you having to worry about it, I say I'm all for it. Um, you know, the best way to get vitamin D is from the sun, getting out in the sun and, and moving around and letting, you know, letting it hit your skin for 30 minutes a day. I mean, that would be the best way to do it. Um, but not everybody has the ability to be out in the sun for 30 minutes every single day. You know, a lot of people will talk about, well, you need to be outside every single day. Well, what if you have a job where you work the night shift or what if you have a job where you have your, you, you can't, you have five, yeah. yeah, you have kids and you're running them to and from school and all that type of stuff, you know, th so that can be a good way to do it. Um, vitamin C is, is, you know, important for the immune system as well. Um, C and D would be two, two other vitamins that I would look at supplementing if you're not getting enough. Um, Hall's as well. vitamin C drops. Hall's vitamin C drops. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> they taste so good. The dark horse. <laughs> Go Hall's. Yeah.
So, I mean, I guess the last layer, we'll run, run out of time for this segment, but the last layer we would talk about would probably be that probiotic yeah. because there's some repair, some gut repair that needs to happen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too, is I would take a probiotic, and um, it's it's important that you do your research before you take a probiotic and maybe talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about because there's a whole lot of them out there because it's kind of become a you know a thing. But when I started taking it, um, the – the woman that I was seeing put me on one that was 50 uh, billion for, uh, or it might have been even been 100. I can't remember. It was a very high dosage because my gut was so bad and my cortisol levels were so out of whack. Um, and then after a month, then I switched um, to like a 30, um, 30 billion strand. And I, I, but the big thing on the probiotic is that you need to change it up. You don't, you can't, you don't want to always be taking the same one because the goal of that is to be populating your gut with as many different types of bacteria as you can. And so that's why you want to eat a wide variety of, of fruits and vegetables. And that's why you want to change your pro so probiotic consistently. So I wouldn't take the same one more than twice in a row. So I would take one then take another, maybe you can rotate through five or six different ones anywhere. I would go from the 10 to 30 uh, billion for most people would be pretty good. Um, and then um, you need to monitor how your um, body and your stomach reacts to it because uh, some people, uh, you know, just certain strands of bacteria messes their messes their stomach up. And so if something's messing your stomach up for a couple of days in a row, try cut it out and maybe try a different one. Um, and then the last thing I would say is food is medicine. So you got to pay attention to what you're eating and how your body's responding to it. So if you're eating something that's causing inflammation and you don't digest it well, Cutting that out can be a, a literal game changer. So I, I had a food sensitivities test done a while ago, and I figured out some of the things I was eating every single day. I was extremely intolerant to my gut did not digest well. I cut it out, and then all of a sudden I started feeling better almost immediately. So for me, that was like eggs and, and beef and avocados, and um, there's a few other ones that I ate a lot of, of bananas. Um, so I cut that stuff out, and my gut started being able to um, heal because I wasn't constantly putting inflammation in my stomach. So, uh, and now I, I'm enough in tune with it to where I can eat something and then pay attention to how my, my body reacts to it. And I can tell, Oh, I ate something that, um, I didn't digest well. Like if I have, say I have a steak now, which I have on some occasions like birthday or whatever, I won't sleep as well that night. I can tell like, you know, that's dialed in for sure. Yeah. I can tell I don't sleep well that night. And I, I feel kind of groggy the next day. If I have eggs, I have kind of a, a minor allergy to eggs as well. The back of my throat will start to tighten up and itch a little bit. And my nose will start running every single time. Hmm. Um, and so that type of thing, I, you start becoming in tune with it. And then you can tell, Hey, I'm eating something. I'm not digesting. Well, sugar can also mess my stomach up, um, as well. Um, and sugar, call, I, <clears throat> I get this weird restless leg syndrome when I have a lot of sugar at night as well. Like my leg, have you guys ever had that before? Oh, my, yeah. my wife does. Yeah. Um, and I used to get it all the time and I, I hardly ever get it anymore, but I can tell if I have a lot of sugar, it causes, it's mainly my left leg. Like I just can't, it can't sit still and I have to keep kicking it. It's, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah. Um, so I, I know, especially at night, um, I, I, I really can't have a whole lot of sugar before bed because I'll, I'll get that as well. So the wrapping up this, um, gut health part of it. Fascinating conversation. We should probably talk about this more. There's yeah. so many areas I, to move it's, around. It's in, so but. incredibly important. And, um, I try to tell everybody about it and it's just, it's so hard to, t to 
to convince people how important it is because doctors aren't talking about it. It's mm-hmm. not what they hear. And so they don't think it's a big deal, but <clears throat> it literally is, has been life-changing for, my, for me and my health. And, and, your, for, and your family. And my family. Yeah. I, a lot of people in my family have, have gone through this as well and, and those huge changes. Um, and so for me, it, I see how much it's impacted me and helped me and impact and help other people. I want to try to help so many people, but people are skeptical because they don't ever hear about it. But if, you, if you're one of those skeptical persons, go, re, go read a book about it. Go read the book called, called The Good Gut by Perlmutter. Go read that book. You'll, cha- you'll, you'll understand how important it is. Or Let Them Eat Dirt. That was another one that was talking about the importance of gut health in kids. Um, so those are two really good ones that I would read. So the um, general price range of the top-notch, very detailed tests is something like somewhere between $250, $350, something yeah, like that? Yeah, somewhere in there. And to me, that's like a bargain because that's giving you information that you can use for the rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. So take these steps. Take them. Sickness is on its way. It's that time of year. Think about the the health and, and fitness continuum. The farther, the healthier and the fitter you get, the farther away from from sickness you become. So even when you do get sick, it's not as bad. So keep that in mind. Yeah, you won't be circling the drain. Mm. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next segment. Outside the box. Nice. Great reverb in this room. Very good. There it is. I'm probably cutting it out later, though, so it may not mean anything to anybody. There you go. That's right. You fix all that in post. I try my best. So here we go. We're talking about... Football again, yes. Huzzah. Football again. We're talking about it, though, at the collegiate level, which, honestly, some people get more excited about. There's, there's Not a, this year. There's a group of people that are like, yeah, I'll take college sports over pro sports. I typically do. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a weird year. Like, teams are deciding different things. Kind of crazy. Yeah. So, what lane are we going to run in for this? Like, who, who's going to take it all and how we're going to get there or what? Well, if you, if you don't know... Precursor to the whole conversation, the Pac-12 and Big Ten have both canceled their games for every every school in their conference for the whole season. So, so you can't the choose. Way, yeah, the way we're discussing, like we're not talking about national champions this year. We don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah, I so. saw something where the Big Ten was trying to to start playing at the end of November or something. <laughs> Big shocker there. Well, like two weeks. Yeah, or two we'll show games up at a the week. very end and win it all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the what the plan is, and it's weird because some teams have already started and some teams don't start for a month, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, f- I follow my high school on Twitter. <laughs> After their game Friday night, Saturday morning, they put out a tweet and they're like, "We're looking for an opponent next Friday night." <laughs> no and I, way. I was like, "This is." This, I mean, this is just so weird. You, know? you don't even know who you're playing next week. Yeah, but I do think, I mean, just because of the way that we are as people, somebody's got to win in the end something. Somebody's going to win something. I think it's right. just going mean, conferences, conference championships. Conference champions and let it be that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. so. So should we narrow this down to the SEC or is I, that gonna- I picked there. So there are three Power Five conferences that are still left. Okay. As of right now, SEC, Big 12, and ACC. Right, so, so I picked the winner for each one of those. That's winner in a, a close second, that's maybe? That's the best I could do. Okay. All right, we'll probably wrap it up with the SEC because that's what a lot of our listener base cares about. Uh, well, yeah, the other two aren't, aren't going to be hard choices either. All right, well, well let's roll. I'm, I'm Hunter, curious. I went first last week. You want to go? Okay, so we're doing SEC last. Okay, what are we doing first? Uh, ACC or Big 12, whichever one. Uh, Big 12, Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think... I mean, maybe Texas, but I think Oklahoma has got it in the bag. And I know the guy who's playing quarterback, Spencer Radler. They just named him the starter. I watched him on that show on Netflix. 
he's a punk man. <laughs> he really is. He's just not a likable guy. Uh, which, but he's what, really show? talented. Is he a last chance you got? No, it was uh, uh, it was a uh, QB one. Okay, okay. Um, and he's very talented. He throw hit like he, it's pretty watching him throw. Like he throws a great ball. It's like perfect mechanics. But he's just man, like he is, Tim Tebow. <laughs> exactly like Tim man, Tebow. he's cocky. He is cocky, man. Um, mm. But he's really good. Least favorite. He's he's uh, he's really good though. And I mean. Look at their the I saw some of those like the last four starting quarterbacks at uh, Oklahoma. It's just insane. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, who is it? Kyler Murray, uh, Jalen Hurts, and there's one other one um, that's in the NFL. I can't even remember who it was. Some people Ryan would Mallet. argue though at that level you have to be cocky. I was just kidding by the way. To to, to accomplish that, f- I mean, well Justin Fields was on the show, the guy for Ohio State, and he was confident. Okay, he was very likable, and so was. Uh, uh, the guy that was a quarterback from Georgia last year what was his name. See, we don't remember. He wasn't arrogant enough. Yeah, uh, he's he's uh, he plays for the um, Bills now. I think he's uh, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody's currently answering for us right so, now. Yeah, it's a generic. I love that. Yeah, it's a generic, it's a generic name. Anyways, he was Tom he was Smith. really likable too. <laughs> but those, some of the guys were very likable, and then some of them were very not likable. So you're picking Oklahoma. Yeah. Nobody's Peyton Manning, surprised incredibly likable guy, one of the greatest of all time. Peyton Manning, yeah, yeah, he is. Dan Marino, turd. <laughs> Dang, was he good? <laughs> but man, could he sell some gloves? Yeah. All right, so Oklahoma takes. All right, next, next. Was that yours, Chase? Uh, I have Oklahoma. Um, I really, I before, uh, I won't get into it. But I thought Oklahoma State stood a chance at one point, but their uh, their team chemistry is not looking too hot this year. So uh, they always yeah. have a really unique offensive strategy. I will say that. Yeah, it kind of fits their their Cowboys mantra. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's what you meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh yeah, I'll have to go Oklahoma. It's just I don't Safe know. Who, bet. Yeah. How do you not? In in the crazy times, you have to go with what you know, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah, wait till the ACC. Yeah. (laughs) We don't even need to talk about the ACC. Clemson, period. Yeah. It's really boring, but yep. Were you going to pick one, Ben? No. No, I mean, you know what? Ben Ben likes to sit out the football. I know so little about sports at this level, but I do know... I do know the winners in college football, and we're talking about them yeah. so far. It's been the can same we, five or six yeah. for, since yeah. Can the we all agree started? that Clemson is probably going to win the ACC and yes. they'll probably win the national championship if they have one? Yeah. I oh, mean, I didn't agree on the national championship. You don't agree with that? Oh, I think oh so. well, now? If they had one. Oh, we should have done. Who would you have picked if everybody had played? I would have because Clemson has everybody coming back, and they have Trevor Lawrence. It's easy to pick also at the collegiate level when someone is in the heart of a dynasty. Yeah, like when you're talking about Alabama, it was easy to say, yeah, they're probably, you know. I would have had to wait and see when they played Notre Dame exactly how that game turned out because they definitely would have won. But if it was a one-score game against Notre Dame, my least favorite team, and then existence. Notre Dame is chronically overrated yes. every single year, and they if you play them close in the regular they season, always are not that good. Yes, yeah, that's how it goes. But but I think you saw in Clemson, you see a program that can survive one of those or maybe even two of those. Ooh, what's going on with this team? Yeah, and then the coaching and the charisma and just the culture comes back with a vengeance. See, as much as I hate them, that's what I see in Ohio State because I would have picked Ohio State this year. Yeah, to Ohio it. State would. I was looking at it, and there, those were the two teams that that just <clears throat> seem like they're above and beyond everybody else because yep. they have 
the two best players, Justin Fields, the quarterback for Ohio State. That uh, guy. But really I did team. have an, uh, a Chase Classic this year. Is oh yeah, who I would have actually picked to win it all. Who? It was finally Georgia's time. Georgia. Well. I was going to pick Georgia to win the SEC, but then their starting quarterback just opted out. Did you see that? I did not see that. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> for what? COVID. Get ready for the draft. You know, these guys that's, now, some of, them are, some of them are, yeah, they're they're using this as an opportunity to skip a year. and y- still, They want to go the basketball route. Not lose uh, draft stock and then also um, not ch- get the risk of getting hurt. That wide receiver from LSU just did the same thing, too. But yeah, he was a transfer from uh, somewhere Missouri, maybe. Yeah, uh, somewhere in the. I yeah, can't lock him for that. That seems no, smart. It's yeah, a business yeah. decision. Yeah, I get it. He, uh, so he opted out. I'm sure they'll have another really good quarterback playing. But uh, so Al- who takes the SEC? I, it has to be Bama now. I think they just lost so much too. I mean, they're an unknown. Like they got Mac Jones is going to be starting a quarterback, when but it, they got but that. When is that? But they got that freshman that's coming in. That's just like all world quarterback who will probably end up starting pretty soon. Is it all world? All yeah. world, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you never heard that phrase. No, but it makes sense. That's what they where talk else about. They like these these top uh, top recruits. He was like a five star recruit. He's going to be on the QB one episode that comes out this year, by the way, because they followed him around last year for a senior. QB one is uh, they follow these guys around for their senior year and film them for the whole season. This is a recommend. I feel sure. QB one. Yeah, it's good. Okay, yeah. so Alabama takes the SEC. I th- I don't think LSU is going to do it. No, uh, the only. Until you told me that about Georgia, so now I will go down to the next one. It would be Florida is the only person yeah. that might really compete for it. Uh, I can't, I just can't um, Georgia's kind of been team. on the up, and Florida's been kind of on the up since the past three years. I'm gonna pick Alabama just because uh, I think saving. Don't bet against them. Yeah, yep. yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, and also like you, when you see Alabama, it 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 was um, shocking to see Alabama start to fall apart. Yeah, that that was, was weird. It was really weird, and I don't think being publicly, I'm not speaking against like the man, but yeah. publicly embarrassed like that, I just don't feel like Saban took that really well. No, and have you seen all these commercials he's starring in now? He's looking on the way out. He's well, cashing in checks that he didn't. Intend I, to I agree. Check. I agree, and maybe that distracted him or something. I'm sure there's an Alabama podcast out there talking about this, <laughs> but I just feel like what we know about this guy, how competitive he is, how long he has stayed in the game. He's not going to let that tarnish his reputation. He's going to go out being Saban, and Alabama's yeah. going to show up with a vengeance. It's, yeah. Well, there you I go. don't know. It's all weird. But who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Uh, we may, we maybe may nobody. Stop all of it. Yeah, maybe like the NFL. Pause. At least we know like there's going to be a season in playoffs. Like I don't even know what's going to happen with. NCAA who knows? Football. Yeah, they, nobody can get their act. Together. Well, you can't. You can't implement the bubble thing with them and no. force it to happen. It just, yeah. Doesn't work like that. So maybe we should recommend the bubble for SEC football. <laughs> you can't, you okay. can't expect college kids to to do that though. Like it's like this is what what blows me away about the college and the the online class. You're just giving them more free time and they to get together <laughs> to go party and everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, you plus th- you, you have, think they're going to sit in their dorm rooms? No. No. And you're not paying them. Like there's no obligation. Yeah. Like if you're getting paid thirty million this year. You better sit your butt in the hotel room, or mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah make it work. Lose but the money right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they they well we don't have time for that discussion. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So uh, this just in last episode, I stole Hunter's recommend. He did, which is I'm pretty proud of that. What actually. was the recommend again? Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah. We we very officially and publicly said that the people involved in that movie and now in the show are terrible actors. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, well, the kid he starts training is a good actor. 
But anyway, it, no one cares about him. Maybe we should uh, just temper that a little bit by saying they're both better actors than we are. I don't know that. But <laughs> when have we tried? I put a, I put on a killer Romeo and Juliet performance in English class in eighth grade. Ben, I don't oh, know. Oh, and hey. we starred in that comedy Christmas video a few years we back. We were pretty pretty good at. It. I and think we got also, some laughs. and there's footage of this available somewhere. Uh, I was actually in a version, in an elementary version of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh. Which has made its way back. Yeah. Which I'm getting back together with that stellar fourth grade class. And we're going to watch the, the new one. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. We're going to go you to the still, theater. That's that, Are you that's still a, in touch such, with your fourth grade class? <laughs> it's such a private school thing. Of course you are. <laughs> no, even, even better. Private Christian school of the few people that like hung around the town. Most people left, but there's a few people that hung around. And I think Facebook is the major culprit in this, in this whole Somebody episode. Somebody added you all to a group and said, yeah, hey, we like, should hey, do this We should again. go do this. And in fact, the teacher that helped, uh, that wrote it and helped us put it on is still teaching locally. So it's just a perfect storm. I mean, I think it's worth an evening at the, at the theater to see probably a terrible movie. What I'm a little bit um, upset about, though, is I feel like Keanu Reeves, Reeves had recovered his reputation and you know, and now he stepped into this. I don't know. It, it may be a little bit risky. Way more risky for him than, and I'll say this, the other guy. Anybody, name him. Nobody knows him. Garth. <laughs> hey, nostalgia is a powerful thing, man. People yeah. are going to be, be wanting to watch this. Yeah, yeah Cobra Kai. Be excellent yeah. to each other, right? That's, Everything's uh, coming back around. Sounds like a slogan for a new president. Be excellent to each other. I would vote for that. <laughs> All right, what are we going to recommend? Somebody's got books. Somebody has a podcast. I'll, I'll recommend QB1. QB1. Yes, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do it. It's, I, also, it's you kind of recommended a multivitamin. I think when I swing by, yeah, swing by the box at noon today, I'm going to I'm going to purchase one. Yeah, it's good. Not the whole bottle, just one. Just one of them. <laughs> I only want the. I, want I just the want the one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we a good multivitamin. Chase, I feel like you're due for a really solid recommend. You would think, but it seems I'm going to have a late fee. See you <laughs> next week. Silky smooth sounds.